Hello everyone, welcome back to another episode of Dear Abby. I'm very excited to be recording and it feels good to just be back in the normal swing of things, a normal routine. I've been a little bit in a bumpy place because of my new job and I've told everyone in my life, including you all, how hard of a transition it's been for me. But I will say even just after one week, one week I've been feeling better and just a little bit more calm and I mean most people work nine to five so I've been very 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 lucky to not have to be working a normal nine to five clock in clock out go to an office all day type job so I think this is good for me in a lot of different ways it's just really hard though for me right now so I'm sorry if you felt yucky energy or bad energy um I mean, that's just life. Sometimes people just don't have good energy. And I get the whole good vibes only, but sometimes people have bad vibes. And I don't think people should be shunned for that. Unless it's, you know, 24-7. Then yeah, maybe no shunning, but perhaps maybe some uh, talkings too. Hold on, I gotta redo my hair. It's driving me nutso. Um... So today's a little bit less life update and a little bit more fun because it's been very, I feel like, I don't know, I've just, I feel like I've just been so serious or like, not serious, I don't even, I just feel like I've lost myself a little bit and just starting to get the podcast going and stuff like that and I just want to relax again. So I've finally hung up a couple of things in my apartment like uh p- painting wise I had that one painting that I've been that I posted about a couple times and then I have my vision board up right now and then my another painting that I did one time a long time ago actually on stream uh when I used to stream on Twitch I used to paint all the time on Twitch just for fun and when I was trying to get better and I mean I'm still trying to get better but I just don't stream it anymore And I was editing. Anyways, I love having paintings up. Having small paintings. And I'll do probably a tour soon on my page just of what I have in my apartment and what's up and what my apartment looks like. I've never done like a full tour, but it's taken so... I cannot figure out what I want to do with my hair. That feels better. Um, It's taken so long for me to decide what I want to do and to get paintings up. So to have stuff actually starting to come together as my place feels so relaxing. Like it makes my heart so happy. So. Yeah, my like my gaming place is a little bit more set up like my little gaming desk. I have the chair that I want. I have all the organization except for I still need to figure out a way to get all the cords together when you have a PC or something 
you just want all the cords bundled up together and just anytime you have a bunch of electronics it's so annoying to have just wires all over the place so I still need to get like just little tie rope things to just make sure everything's clunked together really nice other than that though I'm pretty set up in my apartment and I'm obsessed so when I tell you I was freaking out because I thought I might have to leave this place I was I'm not lying I was like very I mean I tried to be very much like at peace with if I had to part ways with this apartment but I love it so much and I just barely kind of am making it my own finally so if it got ripped away from me I would be so sad it'd be a hard loss um Back to, so that made me think of actually this week when I was cleaning out some of the stuff on my desktop on my PC, just like files and downloads and everything. I found a bunch of my old clips of me streaming. I used to play, honestly, I used to play a million different games. I used to play Genshin Impact, Apex, um, World War Z, Fall Guys uh what else I used to paint a bunch of different things but I used to stream it and I and I used to I don't know I I don't know why I quit streaming I think it's just I was doing too many things at once and I just got really overwhelmed but it made me miss streaming so bad because I loved just how I felt like I just had my own space on the internet with people that were like-minded and that liked me, obviously. Well, most of the time people were nice in the chat, but I do miss also just how fun it is to play video games with my siblings and then also record it. So that way I can rewatch it later on. And just the interactions are hilarious. I watched this whole, it was like an hour long stream that I had recorded and saved and it's just me and Chelsea playing. Uh, Chelsea's my sister. But we were playing uh, well, World War Z, which is like a zombie game. And there's always a bunch of hordes. Like just thousands of zombies coming after you. And you usually try to set up, you know, auto turrets and all of these different types of things. But for some reason, I don't know what was wrong with me that night. But I was so <laughs> serious. I was so bossy. I... I Chelsea's my older sister, but something happens when I'm in, when I'm playing video games with her that I feel like I'm the older sister and I boss her around and I'm like, no, you have to do this right now instead of her usually bossing me around in real life. So it was a nice change in pace, but I was editing it because I want to post a bunch of these just on YouTube for honestly, just for fun. So you can check those out probably in the next, well, when does this come out? maybe in the next week or so from when this airs um, I'll have them posted up so it was a fun time though to rewatch that and the comparison of playing just us girls I hate to say this but to be fair I, I, I hadn't gamed as much at that point as much as I have now but back then though I still was you know not that good and neither I mean Neither is Chelsea. Chelsea's Chelsea's good at being the slasher in that game. So if you watch it, you'll know what I'm talking about. 
And she makes it very clear that she's the, the slasher. Okay, which means I'm in the back. So is my brother. Whoever else is playing is in the back shooting. She is in the front. Um, yeah, we're in the back doing our thing. She's in the front of the line. Pretty much front line of the war. Slashing with the chainsaw, to be specific. Anywho... So I just watched um, us kill zombies and it was super fun and funny to watch. And it made me really miss streaming. I mean, I still play video games with my brother and stuff, but not like those types of video games. And also not with like Chelsea or not with other siblings that used to play. So it's just nice to have videos of yeah, I don't know, to look back on. Sometimes it scares me how much we forget about our lives up until this point. You know, how many memories we have had that we cherished in the moment and we forget totally about. And, like, that's crazy to me. It's beautiful, though, in a way, because I think because we forget so fast we can learn to cherish things even more and be even more present, but it is kind of wild to think how many random things that we just forget, you know? Sorry if that's scary. Uh, didn't mean to trigger anyone in their existential whatever, but as my therapist would say, just be comfortable with being uncomfortable with that weird feeling or thought. What comes up for you? Uh, no. So obviously it's just always nice to have a video to remind you. Because then you remember things. But. um, Okay. So a couple dubs and L's from this past week. Dubs. These are not mental health ones, by the way. This is. It's just whatever I feel every week. If I want to do mental ones or not. But this week some dubs were. I have been listening to an old band that I used to love and that band is Third Eye Blind okay they really sneak up on me every once in a while I don't realize how many of their songs that I actually really enjoy listening to and singing along to until I'll hear one on the radio or I'll hear one like at a grocery store like I just heard it um what is that dang it what is that song I'll never let you go I'll never let you turn around your back on each other. Dude, you've done as a promise to your mother. Ooh, ooh. I'll never let you go. I'll never let you go. That song? That song is so good. There's some songs, man, that just randomly pop up and they just are so good. I don't care what anyone says. I don't care if you don't like Third Eye Blind. I do. I went to their concert actually one time. I think on a date when I lived in Utah. And it was actually a really good concert. Because I didn't realize how many songs I knew. I think that's when I realized I knew a lot of their songs. Because I was like, oh my gosh, I know this one too. This is like a good song. The only thing that kind of turned me off of them was because at the concert they were like... <laughs> They're like 50-year-olds at this point, and they were still trying to act all bad, A, you know? 
and they're still trying to act like punk rock, which I just thought was kind of, I mean, not that you can't be punk rock when you're 50, you totally can rock on. But I think I was just confused because it it is weird to see though, when you see a 50 year old acting a certain way, you're like, huh? Then again, they were putting on a show, so they probably aren't like that in real life, but and I will admit it was a good show. Just thought it was funny to see 50-year-olds being like, yeah, F this and blah, blah, blah. But it was, I enjoyed it and I would go to another show, honestly. As long as they play that song. I'll never let you go. I'll never let you go. I'll never let you turn around your back on each other. Dun, 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 a promise to your mother. Um, and then also I've just been listening to a lot of old BTS songs. So honestly, that's been a dub. That's been a dub for this week because music just makes me feel a lot of things. You know what's interesting? Actually, that randomly reminds me of this one time that this guy that I used to date told me when I wasn't very expressive with my words, I would turn on a... And I didn't do this consciously. This must have been subconscious. And I don't actually think. I don't know if he just read too much into it. Or if I actually do this. Or if that was just like I did that at that point in my life. Maybe I was just feeling really artsy and emo. But he said if he didn't, couldn't like get a read on how I was feeling. He would just wait till I turned on music. Like when I put my ox in you know. And started playing my music. And what he would then... And depending on what genre and what the words were, he learned that that kind of was my mood. And that he kind of knew what I was feeling based on on what I played, which is kind of funny, but I don't, that's a little bit weird to me. I don't think that's true, but I, anyways, maybe I was, maybe I was trying to be very poetic with how I live, like uh, Charlie Puth, you know? Um, and L was, this isn't like an L. Well, no, it is kind of an L. This is just funny. This was funny. And that was when I started my, so I started my new job, right? And this week has been like just long work week, you know, that whole thing. And I... (laughs) my boss, my new boss was showing me something. And for some reason, like I sarcastically just said slay like that. And he was showing me something like with, I don't remember exactly what, but it was kind of like a tedious task. And he's like, yes, you just have to do this. And I was like, slay. And he just laughed. And I was like, why did I And I was like, why did I say slay like, why did I say slay like that? That's such a weird thing to say. Slay on like my second day at the office. And I'm like, he's not, it's not a girl. So he's definitely like, what the the heck do you mean by that? But I mean, he did laugh. So maybe he thought it was funny, but I did feel a little bit like, so I felt so stupid. I was like, why did I just say that? So that was definitely an embarrassing moment for me this week. Lots of embarrassing moments, actually. I didn't realize how out of um, touch I am with social interactions at work. When you work from home, you don't really get the social aspect as 
you don't have to talk to anyone if you don't want all day. You don't have to talk to a single person all day. You can just be by yourself. And that's incredible. I mean, there's nothing wrong with people. Like, I'm just very introverted in that way. Nothing wrong with extroverts or introverts. It's just different. And also, I am I am kind of just a shy person. Like, I, I think I'm a little bit too self-conscious sometimes. And probably too self uh, probably too self-obsessed sometimes honestly so I'm just scared to say anything um but eventually I do so it could be that or it's just not deep and I just am shy and I just eventually warm up to people and then I'm usually can be the loudest person in the room but it does take me a while to get there like when I think back to n- my other jobs I'm not like the the second I walk into a place I'm not like hey I'm here like I'm very quiet I just do my job I'm friendly I smile I ask if people need help but then uh somewhere along the way I just get closer to people I work with and then I just have more fun and I don't take things so serious so at that point I am not as like concerned with what people will think because they know me so they're not going to like take anything I say offensively or something I don't know I just am careful what I say until I understand people and what they who they are which I think is not bad anyways and I also just haven't had that that uh frequent of social interactions every day it's funny because office banter is really like the same everywhere you go. It's the same at every job I've ever been to. It's always like everyone's a little bit frustrated with everyone. But, you know, they kind of like each other. And it's like obviously it's kind of a fun place to work. But there's always someone from accounting and someone from HR. And, you know, it's just funny. It's just everywhere is kind of the same, which is kind of comforting. Um. But I, yeah, it's just, it's a funny world. It's a funny world, ain't it? Kind of along those lines, I was thinking of how much, like some of the reasons why I am extra quiet or it takes me a long time to open up to people or just like joke around is because I think sometimes I can take myself too seriously. Um, It's actually not like a huge issue of mine. Like, it's not like a common thing my whole life that I struggle with, but every once in a while it'll kind of pop up where I realize I'm taking myself way too seriously. Oh, and one and one way I like to test how much I take my... Wait, what am I saying? A good way to test if you take yourself too seriously is imagine a coworker, a friend, a sibling... Um, your mom, your dad, just somebody. Imagine them making a joke about you to your face, just jokingly. They're not actually being mean. They're just like kind of messing around with maybe it's a little bit of a weakness. Maybe it's like a, a little tap at something that you're not good at or something that you are kind of working on. You're not perfect at. Imagine someone making a joke about that. And then how does that make you feel inside <laughs> Does it make you feel bad? Because <laughs> if it does, because there's, there's a scale, I guess. 
And I think when you take yourself too seriously, you legitimately cannot take a joke. Like, and I, I think there's different, okay, there's different reasons why people can't take a joke. Sometimes it's just not the time to joke around and you, everyone should be able to read a room on, especially, I'm talking to boys here. To most men don't understand. It's not bad to make jokes, boys, okay? It's, it's actually woman, at least I, I can only speak for myself. I like that my boyfriend jokes around. However, there's a time and a place and when someone's, when your girlfriend's upset, when the wife is upset, when somebody in the room is upset clearly and they, they need you to prioritize connection and gentleness over trying to be funny, even if your intention is connection, but that's not the way they receive it. Just don't say the joke at that point and then wait till they're a little bit less sensitive fragile and then you can make the jokes and they'll laugh at your jokes that's probably why they're with you is because you're funny but just read the room a little bit anyways but another reason why people can't take jokes me I'm saying this for myself is if I take am taking myself too seriously because when someone makes a joke even if it's like a tap at something that's kind of true <clears throat> I lose my mind like, I don't get mad mad, but internally, I'm like, I hate them. I'm pissed off. Now I'm mad. I feel insecure. So if you're feeling really insecure, you should kind of take a look at that and maybe talk to a therapist or talk to someone who you trust who's very knowledgeable with that stuff and kind of, and kind of look into that a little bit more because life feels, your ego does not like when someone jokes around about you at all. It's like, well, you need to respect me and take me serious. It's like, uh, I mean, maybe if you want to live your life like that, go for it. But for me, I hate when I'm like that. I, it drives me. It does, I'm not happy when I'm like that. I'm so rigid. I feel so rigid and angry and bleh. So, so I always try to acknowledge when I'm taking myself too seriously and when I make everything too deep and too personal. But there are definitely scales of how you know if if you're uh taking yourself too seriously and yeah if someone makes a joke an actual joke and you feel like it's the end of the world or it triggers something and then your mind starts to go into this whole spiral of, of course they made that joke because it's true and and they hate me and I hate myself and blah blah, blah. if it goes into that type of a spiral then there is something a little bit deeper there that maybe you need to just give yourself some extra love, some extra grace, compassion. My quality of life just is significantly better when I'm able to take a joke and when I don't make it too deep because sometimes I feel like I have to take it deep and I have to take it personally for some reason, but I think that's just my ego and I and I see that and that's an option. I don't want to choose that option though. I'd rather just be okay with people poking at me you know poking fun oh yeah I was saying there's a scale of it's like eh, that was kind of annoying to like okay that was a little bit hurtful and then there's the end of the world thing with the spiral so usually if you're on the, the end too you're taking yourself a little bit too seriously what else what, what someone else thinks about you also I've always just tried to let that be fuel to my fire if you think that I am 
I don't know if people think that I'm one way and I'm so not because of like the way that I live my life and how I think about things and my intention with everything. I just let that fuel me and I try to just accept people may not ever understand my heart and may never understand me. And I'm okay with that because it's not my responsibility to show them and make them understand me. Also, there's a there's just like a weight that's just diminishes when I stop taking myself too seriously. Whether that's in my art, like my whether that's in my art, my work, um my personality, just all of those things. When I stop taking myself so seriously, I feel so much better and it feels like a weight just falls off of my shoulders that I don't have to be like this warrior of trying to fix everyone's mindsets about everything and about me. And I just am more accepting of the mess. I, I don't know. That's just how I feel. It doesn't probably make any sense sky looks so pretty right now it's like purple and blue and pink it's very relaxing it makes me want Trix yogurt do you guys ever look at the sunset or when the sun's two different colors i swear the combinations look like Trix yogurt did you ever eat those as a kid they're like so good they're so sugary they had so much sugar i'm sure sugar i'm sure they had so much sugar i'm sure that feels weird to say but maybe they did that on purpose. Maybe they saw the sky and they decided to make their tricks yogurt swirls after colors that they've seen in the sky. That's beautiful. I, was, I, I just was thinking about that all week as I was taking myself way too seriously in my first couple of days on the job. <laughs> and like I didn't expect other people to take me seriously. It wasn't that. It was just I was... I was so rigid in the way that I was thinking about starting a job. Like, I, I don't know. I had crazy expectations for myself, I think. And I just was like, this is a little bit insane. Uh, I put way too much pressure on myself. And, yeah. I've just never been and I never will be. Maybe I will be. I don't. I don't know. Never say never. But... Right now, I'm not the kind of person that also gets along with people in two seconds and becomes best friends in two seconds. I've never been like that. I really don't think I ever will be, and that's okay. I like the people that I have in my life, and I like meeting new people, making friends, but I'm I'm not someone that I instantly am like best friends with someone. It takes me a long time to really open up, and I'm okay with that, especially coworkers. I'm very cordial and that's how I like those relationships and it will probably take me a full year to feel like friend co-workers you know with new people that I work with um, or less I don't know but that's just my guess and I'm totally okay with that that's just the pace that I go at I guess Another thing that I just wanted to talk about really fast, and I'm going to do a full episode on this, and I think I've actually already done one, but it's something I could talk about for forever, is 
how much better would the world be if people just took a minute before they reacted and also took a minute to just try to understand something and someone or understand a situation, a circumstance, but mostly to understand someone else. It's, I, I'm on ego thing, I guess, today, but I think just your ego, your little fragile ego, my fragile ego, it doesn't like to take a second and calm down and then give someone any credit, any power, you know, or yeah, more like any credit. It doesn't like to give people credit and it doesn't like to stop and listen and try to understand somebody else because it like puts out the flame that you have when you're angry or when you're frustrated or something and you're feeling, you know, woe is me type of a thing. Sometimes we feel like we have to justify that emotion by then blaming someone or by then almost purposely misunderstanding to validate that we're feeling big about something. I was editing that video of me and my sister playing video games and I said something bratty to her. Like I was just being kind of rude. Like, I mean, I was being sibling rude. So is it really rude? Don't think so. But I was kind of being like a brat and I said something that could have been, I don't know, just like people see that part of me that maybe they'll be like, oh, she's just a bratty, whatever. And I didn't want people to see that, but I just, for a second, I was like, okay, I need to not cut this and just leave it in, honestly, as an exposure for me, um, and just to be okay with people thinking that I'm a brat because I can be a brat. I I am not a brat, like, that's not all I am, but there's a part of me that every once in a while, I can be very bratty. Um, I don't love that part of me. I don't celebrate that part of me, but I will love that part because I think that's there's power in just like accepting and fully being honest and vulnerable with everything that you are because when you hide stuff or when you feel like you have to put on this face, especially for an audience or followers or for just people in your life, when you feel like you have to hide normal human imperfections about yourself to the masses because they'll judge you for it. If that's something that everyone starts to practice and continues to do, that's so bad. Like that's just, that cannot be good for people's mental health. That cannot be good for people's growth, their spiritual, physical, mental growth. It's just something that I, I know I'm probably making too big of a deal out of it, but it, I really think that it's important to just be very, truthful with who you are and then on the other end as someone who's receiving someone's vulnerability to make it easier for people to be themselves and be more vulnerable and honest about what's been in their heart and what they're struggling with and just that they're not perfect they could not even be doing self-healing there's a lot of people out there who don't care about like healing themselves and stuff and it does feel good to just accept and love those people instead of judging them for not doing the work, as people would say, when internally they probably are doing some work. It just doesn't look like the things that our generation is doing. Um, so I think as a receiver, again, of people being vulnerable or being honest, 
which honestly is very powerful. Uh, if you're on the receiving end to not judge and to try to just take a second to look past the ego, what the ego saying, what your opinion is, what you like, just like your opinion immediately is what you thrust onto people when they tell you something. I do the same thing in my head. I always do that. It's a very natural, normal reaction. Um, however, I think there's power when you kind of give it a second and then you're aware of those opinions. But there's like an extra leap that you can take after that to really try to understand the other person without you trying to butt in. And it's really hard to do that. And especially in like a relationship with your spouse or significant other, it is really hard to do that, especially when your feelings are hurt, when they did something hurtful and they don't even know it, or maybe they do know it. It's really hard to want to listen to someone else and try to understand, but it just diffuses things when you do that and you take that second to kind of look past the ego, look past the opinions, look past the labels and just try to really understand someone. It's very freeing. Like I said before, it, it's freeing when you do it to other people. It's freeing when you do it to yourself um, to try to understand things. And just in the world as a whole, how much better the world would be if people just, again, took that second, even on online, like people <coughs> misunderstand and they immediately take offense to things and they immediately shove their opinions on things and without even watching the full video or reading the full caption, people just are so quick to like not try to understand things. And it's really if I'm going to be honest, it's very frustrating to see because I'm, I did a personality test a long time ago and I was, I don't remember what I, like the INF something or INFP, INFJ, I don't remember. I was the one that's like called the mediator. So I like, I, I love understanding things. I feel there's so much power in that and it's just true. Like I just like true stuff. I want what's real which is also probably why I started a podcast that I talk about stuff that's way too like personal that, but I don't really get scared of that. That's comforting to me. Um, but as like someone who likes to be a mediator of sorts, I really feel uncomfortable when people are not understanding each other and when they're not even trying to understand each other. And I do that. I'm not proud of it, but I do do that because I'm imperfect and it's very hard it's like a fight with your ego to like want to listen to other people and actually like <laughs> want to understand them and validate their experience as much as you can validate your own. So I think the more comfortable you get with your own emotions and validating your own experience, uh, even if it's messy and it doesn't all make sense, it's a lot easier to do that than to other people because you're very in tune with your emotions so that way you can be in tune with someone else without feeling extremely uncomfortable and feeling like you need to run or hide or like those feelings are going to overwhelm you or, or I don't know, destroy you. <laughs> Sometimes when I say here, I start to disassociate a little bit because I'm, I don't know if that's the right term, but because I'm looking at a camera and I'm talking about like really deep stuff, but I'm just talking about, it's not that deep, it's just normal stuff, but I'm talking to myself and I'm not having a conversation with anyone, but it kind of feels like I am. And then I'm like, no, it's just me. But then you guys are listening. So in my head, I actually am picturing talking to people, like an audience of people. Anywho, boring stuff, boring stuff. 
Okay, we're going to do a Dear Abby voicemail, and then we'll get into everything after that. Also, you guys, before I get into this, please don't please don't turn off. Don't turn off. Don't turn off. If you turn off, you do not care about me. Huh? Huh? How's that for emotional manipulation? Uh, I have... I've talked about my Discord before, but I just wanted to reiterate. You guys should join my Discord. I think the link is in my bio, but I'll put it in the description as well. It's 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 like kind of like just an OCD anxiety support like fun thread thing, but also it's where I can find people who want to game with me mostly and I've been playing Lethal Company, a couple other games. I've been playing Fortnite. I just got into Fortnite. I don't know how I feel about it. I feel like I'm cheating on Apex, but it's just a fun community. And I mean, I think a lot of people are shy on there and don't really know what to say, which is totally fine. I'm the same way. But every once in a while, we do chat it up and have a good time. And uh, don't be shy on there if you're on there. Don't be shy. Don't feel weird. And if you're ever looking for someone to game with on my Discord, if you like tag me or something I'm probably gaming if it's at night you guys I'm gonna cry I just looked at my dear Abby things and I have so many new voicemails so you guys heard me last week I'm not kidding I literally might cry it's so dumb but it means a lot to me because I love I just love hearing the voicemails it brings a whole other element to my episodes that I love okay here is Syria here's one Hi, Abby. Oh, my voice is cracked. <laughs> Hi, Abby. I love you, and I love the podcast. Um, I am in need of some advice. So over Christmas, I was hanging out with my brother. Um, I have a lot of siblings just like you, and we're all pretty close, um, except for me and this one brother. Um, I don't know why we just fight all the time. And um, currently, we're not speaking um, and it all started over something really stupid. Um, I am a huge fan of Taylor Swift, and for whatever reason, he still is a fan of Kanye West, and so we got in a huge fight over that, and he um, basically was name-calling, and then, yeah, now we're not speaking, and I just need some advice on how, what to do. Um, anyway, love you. Oh, that's my dog. Hi. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I will say that sounds like that is such that is the epitome of a sibling fight. I feel like it's just things that are so dumb, like that actually have nothing to do with you, but you both have you're both adults that have different opinions on how the world works and how it should work. And it's not really about Taylor Swift and Kanye West. It's that there's probably something that's a little bit deeper that maybe you guys just don't see eye to eye on something. And it frustrates you because you want to see eye to eye on things. And it could just like, that's just what I've felt with like every time I've gone in a fight with my sibling, I haven't gotten in in like an actual fight fight in a while, but the last one I can think of was with my older brother and I think it was something like that. Okay, it, so it was something like that. It's like so dumb and they're so opinionated and so are you. And then you just get heated and then it just gets worse because you almost feel betrayed if they don't think the same way as you 
because especially if it's like any type of they're hating on women or you're hating on men or some type of like there's just a complete misunderstanding and then it just gets more heated and more heated and then you get more hurt and then you just start to get more mean so that, that when you said that though I was like I feel like that's usually when me and my siblings get in a fight is when it's like something so dumb but there's like a deeper underlying reason that we feel like I don't and they, they he probably invalidated something and you probably invalidated something for him uh that's so that sucks though why well, hate I hate fighting period and I I especially hate getting in a fight with like your sibling because you love each other obviously and it is kind of hard though when you get older and you have different opinions on things again you see the world differently um you've had he's had completely different experiences than you have and you've had completely different experiences than him so I think it's kind of what I was talking about before is trying to really understand each other without like don't take anything he says personally it's not an attack on you it's not an attack on like even if it's something that you love and someone attacks it, trust me, with BTS even, I love BTS because I feel like I watched them when I was going through my divorce and it was just like a really hard time and I feel like they just made me laugh. They felt like brothers in a way because it wasn't like, and people don't believe this, My, I don't think my boyfriend believes this, but it wasn't like a thirst trap thing that I would watch. It was like their fun funny they just seemed like they were having a fun time and they were laughing and it was what is it called they have like the episodes run episodes I think um but it made me feel like I was with my brothers like they were all home or something and we were younger and we were just all laughing and and people misunderstand like why I like BTS so much and so when someone attacks them I feel like it's personal but it's not personal when someone attacks something that you love, even though it feels like it and that feeling is valid because you're feeling it. So it's real. But the reasoning behind it is that they're, they're not attacking you personally. I wonder if this brother is married or not, because if he's not, then this is a good opportunity for him to learn about women and what's helpful to like make amends. I've always seen, though, sibling conflicts as like a, a place to grow and understand each other and to learn how to communicate. I think growing up with siblings, as dumb as it sounds, really does help you learn how to live with people that sometimes drive you insane and that are so different than you. But because you are related and because you either choose to be together or you're forced to be together because of blood um whatever the reason is there's a connection between you two and it forces you to learn how to love people that are difficult or love people that are so different from you and so and to see someone else's perspective on things but I also hate like I hated I hate apologizing to my siblings when I do something dumb or when I say something hurtful it just feels so yucky when you say something you don't mean or when you just get a little bit carried away in a fight uh, but the nice thing about siblings is most of the time it's like they just you kind of just move past it because you're like eh, you drive me crazy but I love you 
So I will say from the depths of my heart, never let it go too long without talking to somebody that you know you love because the relationship, I feel like on in s- like your sibling relationships are too precious to get stuck over like a misunderstanding like that, especially when it's actually about something that's not even has anything to do with either of you. It's just one opinion that you probably hurt his feelings. He probably hurt yours. So I would say don't let that gap be like grow too big. Um, And maybe you'll have to be the bigger person and just start a conversation or call him up or just say I'm sorry. Even if he did hurt you, I think it is just feels nice to just say like, I'm sorry that we got in a fight and I love you. It's not worth like not talking to. And even if we don't ever see eye to eye, like I want to be able to suck it up and just make sure that you, and to make it and make it clear that you value the relationship more than the issue or the relationship more than like your opinions on those people. But feeling frustrated, totally valid, all feelings, his and yours, it's okay to feel hurt by someone. But that doesn't equal you have to cut them off and that doesn't equal that they're not, that like you aren't allowed to love them anymore or something. So, I don't know. That's my two cents. I don't remember what me and my brother fought about, but I remember I was so, I said something so mean. I don't remember what it was, but. I'm like, I just, well, I'm like, I don't mean that. Why did I say that? I hate, I think that's like the last time I've ever said something like that mean before. I think I was maybe like 18 or 19, but that was the last time I ever actually said something mean. And I remember after that, I was like, I never want to speak like that ever again. Cause that felt horrible because, cause then I think what if one day he's just not feeling good and he's just having a rough day and then he thinks back to that and he thinks that I was being honest and that that came from a place of honesty and it just didn't it came from a place of like my ego again being tied into like being too attached to my opinion and being too attached to I don't know dumb stuff cool okay so we have um thank you so much for Thank you so much for submitting that, though. That was actually, I enjoyed that question. I like getting sibling questions. I love my siblings. Unless they're listening. If you're listening, you guys suck. And I'm the best uh, at video games. Okay, well, that's it for today's episode. No frenemies today. I'm, uh, it's uh, This whole scheduling thing is is really taking a toll, but, um, I hoped to have my, like, uh, my new camera all, I hope to have, I was hoping that as I'm recording this, I was hoping that I could have my, like, a new camera set up before this episode, but I obviously didn't, but I still am, just still expect nice camera, some nice video footage, um, I'll be posting more stuff on YouTube just for fun. That's not the podcast. And yeah, if you and if you want to support the podcast, you can post my podcast on your stories. 
you can tell people about it and also obviously you can like subscribe comment you can follow me on instagram you can also give me a five star on apple or spotify i would be very appreciative of that i think i'm almost at 400 or 500 ratings which is insane so I'm going to go, I just went to Trader Joe's and so I'm going to go cook my frozen pizza because Trader Joe's has the best priced frozen pizzas. Not kidding. Sprouts is like $10 for the same pizza you can get at Trader Joe's is like $5 at Trader Joe's. (laughs) And then I'm going to play some video games and eat an ice cream sandwich. So I'm going to have a great night tonight. Thank you guys so much for listening. I really do appreciate every single person that listens to this episode. Or that listens to my podcast. Thank you so much. And um, yeah, I'm, I'm hoping to give you guys better content this year. Uh, just be patient with me while I get out, like my scheduling and just my life outside of the podcast figured out. Uh, so I can spend more time on this and with you guys and for you guys. So love you. Have a good day. Bye. Oh my gosh, I didn't wish you a happy weekend. Have a good weekend. Love you. Bye.